What separates podcasts that get 20,000 downloads per episode from the ones that get 20 downloads per episode? Well, it can't be the goal, because if it was, we'd all be in Apple's top 100. What if, instead, it was just about putting one episode in front of the other? Welcome to the Podcast Owner's Manual, your handy guide to taking care of your podcast and yourself. I'm Mark, your podcast producer, consultant and coach, and today we're talking about habits. I'm just in the process of digging into James Clear's book about four years late, but I'm I'm getting there, Atomic Habits. And I was off on a walk today, and there are so many things in just the first few chapters that apply to the work that we do that I wanted to have a chat with you about it. Now, I'm a bit nasal because I am about two weeks into COVID, and I think I'm, I'm at the tail end of it now. Uh, so I'm still uh, just a little bit bunged up sounding. But today was the first day that I ventured outside and, and went for a walk. After really a long period of not moving, <laughs> not always making the best decisions. So I'm going to mix a little bit of the personal in with the, in with the worky stuff here, in that for the last year, I've been focusing so much, I say focusing, it's not really fair, I've been neglecting things that aren't really work. And that has been at the detriment of other aspects of my life. And if this is stuff we all know, right? And I'm interested in the confluence of things. When things come together, when events collide, or when you start getting these sort of messages from the universe that make you go, huh, okay, yeah, maybe I should think about this. And it just so happened that I was sat, I just had the idea this morning, drinking my morning cup of coffee. I'm going to sit on my iPad mini for a bit and have a look through my list of articles that I've been saving. And one came up and it mentioned James Clear's book. And I thought, you know what? That's a book I, I, I think would be good for me right now. And it pertains really to two of my shows that I run under the Origin banner, Origin being my, my little company here. I've got this show, The Podcast Owner's Manual, and Ear, Brain, Heart. And my publishing schedule has been somewhat erratic. <laughs> this one, I sort of recently rebooted and retooled, and I was thoroughly ready to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ship every week. That's what I'm going to do. Every Friday, I'm now actually going to move it to Thursday for reasons. But every Friday, I'm going to ship. And I was even in my hotel in Bradford, which I think is the source, not the, the hotel, but the trip up was the source of, of the Rona for me. I was in the hotel. I brought uh, my little microphone and I recorded and the uh, events conspired against me. And, and I, I wasn't really able to get that episode out in my hotel room on my little laptop. But I at least had the desire and the plan to. And then I got COVID and so I, I missed a week and blah. And and I think today I'm not here to berate you about not shipping because I know. Like, I get it. I know. A podcast can't always be our top priority. But there is something in the definition of I think definitions are really important here. How we define ourselves, how we identify. So, for example, I've, I'm making a decision at the moment to, I'd say dramatically, but to, to, to change my diet 
for the significant benefit to 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 my significant benefit make big changes without um, making them sustainable as well making them manageable and you know that's a that's always a, a line to walk isn't it but that has to start or rather it gets a better start if i say i am someone who eats healthily i am someone who makes good decisions that then helps me inform when I'm picking what food I'm going to buy for the week, is a bag of oven chips what a healthy person would eat? Yeah. No, let's be honest, it isn't, right? So by starting with that idea of identity, it helps make decisions. So bring this to podcasting. My most long-running and the show that I uh, sort of was proudest of wasn't always easy, but it was, I was really proud of the show called Beware of the Leopard. And we do, occasionally we, we get back uh, together and we make sort of reuniting episodes and, you know, little, little specials a, a few times a year. But it was a weekly show and I made that decision right from the get-go from 2017. Now, we, we had to eventually go with the idea of seasons and we took some time off, more time than I would have liked. But when we were on, we were on and we did not miss a week. If I don't make that decision with a show like Ear, Brain, Heart or the Podcast Owner's Manual, if I say, I'm looking after myself, I'm practicing self-care and I get episodes out when I get them out. That's okay. That feels like psychologically that's a healthy decision. We're not putting too much pressure on ourselves. That's absolutely great. But what it then means is you miss one and it's then very easy to miss another. And James Clear talks about this. So the idea of atomic habits, the idea of making small changes, small incremental changes, is this works both ways. So a good one good action, making something 1% better kind of builds on itself right you make something one percent better than it was last time and then before you know it i can't do the maths the way that it accumulates but you know what i mean like after a few iterations of doing that you've made something exponentially percent better than it was but the same is true the other way around if for example i going back to food if i haven't made that identity decision and i say saturday night yeah i'm gonna eat some cakes and stuff to a Halloween party and we're raising money for Macmillan. So we're doing a little bake sale. You know, if I go and eat some cake and drink some beer and eat some chili, whatever, that's all fine. And then the next day, if I say that didn't seem to move the needle, I don't feel particularly bad after that. I don't feel particularly stodgy. I'll probably be all right to have another cupcake. And then the next day and then the next day and the next day, because we don't notice these incremental changes. And that is the case when we're building habits. And that's why it can be so hard is because we don't see these incremental changes. We don't see what happens when we just make that small change. He has a phrase that I really like, which is change can take years before it happens all at once. So how do we actually go about moving towards a successful podcast, however we want to define success? Well, it starts with setting a desired action and then building a system rather than a desired outcome it's the desired what what is it that you want to do and i think the best thing is really to have a podcast where you can say each episode i served my audience if we've got a little dial where are we turning that dial from left to right are we somewhere in the middle or are we or are we quite high and i think if you're anywhere from the mid of that dial all the way to the to turning it to the right you're in good territory and I don't think it's a disaster if you're if you're turning that dial to the left and he's like, oh, I haven't really served. Maybe I've served myself a little bit more than I have my audience this time. And that happens, right? 
that can happen a lot. Sometimes it's a combination of I've just got to get an episode out or it's that was an interview where maybe the person who got served the most was the interviewee. Not necessarily. That can happen a fair amount. That's the thing that does that does happen when you're on that weekly treadmill. You don't necessarily get the chance to do a big pre-interview with interviewees to figure out like are you going to be the best fit for this for this audience and and i think i think that's okay but if we're generally heading in the right direction if we're generally trying to move that needle towards the right to nudge it to the right so that we are serving our audience as much as we can then that's a really good intention to set so rather than setting the intention of i'm going to get twenty thousand downloads per episode, set the intention of, I'm really going to serve my audience and I'm going to evaluate. Now, part of this, I think, is evaluating, honestly evaluating. That means listening back to your audio, to the finished product a few days later. Maybe even, you know, asynchronously, like you could give it a few weeks and and actually sort of evaluate, okay, where are we on that on that dial, on that sort of on the thermostat? Where can I honestly place this in terms of how we've served my audience? And this brings us then to pacts versus smart goals. So I've written about this before. You all know about smart goals, right? That whole I can't even remember the acronym now, because it it's just it's a little bit too shirt and tie for me, right? What I prefer is setting a pact, which is another acronym, and it, it's purposeful, actionable, continuous, and trackable. So purposeful is aligned with our with our purpose. It's making sure that we set an intention that is that actually fulfills what we said we want to do and why we're doing what we want to do. The next is actionable. So is it actually something that is within our power to change? It's all very well having a measurable goal, but is this something we can actually directly uh, influence? We can directly influence how many downloads we get because we can buy them. If something is that gameable, is it really that useful as a, something to measure? Instead, we're looking at actionable, things that are actionable. What is within our power to change? Because we can, you know, we can only do our best and then iterate over time. Next is continuous. It's back to iteration. It's focusing on putting one episode in front of the other. It is an iterative process, or as I'm beginning to think about it now, it's developing this as a habit. It's just, it's a thing that we do. We put out episodes every week, every two weeks, because that's what we do. And then the last one is, is trackable. Did you put out an episode this week, this fortnight? That's something you can track. Again, rather than, you can track the number of downloads, but you cannot directly influence the number of legitimate downloads. So find things that you can track. What you're tracking here is your outputs rather than the outcome that you want to achieve. Track what you can directly do. And I kind of want to, with all of this, I kind of want to address consistency because I feel like for me, I might be moving beyond that broad idea of consistency. And I flirted back and forth with this, I think, over the last year or so as, as, the idea of self-care and looking after ourselves has become more interesting for me to talk about and useful and part of the lexicon that, that I actually want to deliver. Because what people in my field often preach is, and I've done the same, is if you say you're going to make a weekly podcast, then you make a weekly podcast. If you say you're making a fortnightly podcast, it's that consistency of output. But it's also 
we're thinking about consistency of quality and all those kinds of things as well. And and I, I still talk about showing up consistently as a way of building trust because we want people to kind of rely on us to a degree. We want to be there. We want to be of service, which means consistently people being able to rely on you to know, oh yeah, I know that there's going to be an episode soon. And and if there isn't, it's because they've told us. It's because we say, oh, that's the end of this season or I need to take a break for a couple of weeks and I'll be back on this day or, or around this day. And, and that all still works. So it, for me, it kind of brings back to that identity question or that identity thought right at the beginning is rather than say my plan is or I, I need to because Mark's told me consistency is important. I, I've got to put out a podcast. I've got to put out an episode every week. Instead, thinking about it as, well, I have a weekly podcast. So what is going in this week? Given that I have a weekly podcast, what do I put in this week? And it's not about us building pressure, putting pressure on ourselves and saying, oh, I need, need to get this done. It's more about saying, I, I, I identify as someone who does this because our, our actions become habits and our habits become our, our destiny. I think I'm shortcutting it there, but there's a phrase that uh, around that you may already be familiar with, but it's essentially it's thoughts lead to actions, actions lead to habits. And, and then those, those habits become just the things that we do. <laughs> Going back to my original question, the, the successful podcaster with 20,000 downloads per episode. And I'm, I'm really thinking here about indie podcasters. So they have the same goal as the podcaster who's scrabbling for every download. If, if we take both podcasters, assuming that, that they both have the goal of, of reaching a monetizable amount of, of audience, let's say, that can't be the thing that, that differentiates one podcast from another. It can't be the goal, because if it were, we'd all be at that goal, right? It's putting a system in place and then executing on that system. It's getting out of our way as much as possible, making it as easy as possible to put one episode in front of the other so that it becomes that habit. That's what gets us to where we need to be. We don't fatten a chicken by constantly weighing it. That's a phrase that I tend to use quite a lot, actually, especially with people who, who are interested in stats. And I think a related point to that is also about pride. Recently, I've started styling my hair. Like, I, I got a good haircut. You know, I, I've always been like, what's the simplest way that I can get out of this interaction and not have to come back for another month and not have to do a load of maintenance? And what that ends up with me looking like is kind of a Twitch streamer. You know, I kind of look like every other podcaster who has a short haircut and a beard because it's fairly easy to maintain. But when I decided, oh, I'm going to get some photos taken and then I'm going to be giving some talks, how can I, with the face that I have, with the big old head that I have, how can I look like someone who is as friendly as he would like to think people think he is rather than someone who perhaps looks like he might sit on you or steal your handbag <laughs> or argue with you about the merits of the xbox versus the the ps4 what i ended up with is a decent haircut which i now want to maintain i now want to every day i get up and i do the little swish i do the little thing to to give myself a little sort of quiff at the at the, at the front there and i think the same can apply 
to our work. And the same does apply for me. Again, I think about Ear, Brain, Heart, my other show. There's been a couple of episodes where I am so proud of them and I'm so proud of what the show is. And then I look at the website and I go, that's gorgeous. That looks lovely. All of this, like the show notes are good and the links there and the transcript, like it's all really good stuff. I can be proud of that. And that means that each time I show up to record, to edit, I've got a standard that I want to maintain. I'm thinking about that bar that I've set for myself, not that's been intrinsically set, not that's set by some other, I'm not comparing myself to any other program. I'm going, you know, how can I make this episode as good as like episode number eight or whatever it was that I I was just really proud of? I want to quickly touch on shipping uh, because I did mention that. So Seth Godin, his book, The Practice, which I started reading, I think, earlier this year. He has this idea of merely shipping, which doesn't mean just do it in in the sense of don't think about it or don't worry about it. it you know, it doesn't have to be good. Like, it's more just all we're asking you to do is merely put an episode out. That's all we're asking of you. That's my interpretation, right? That's my reading of it. When he says merely ship, it means all we're asking of you is to you know, pop out an episode for your benefit as much as as for anyone else's because it's about building this habit it's about building that shipping habit again as, as as seth calls it and we can only build that shipping habit by continually doing it and and i think by having that intention setting out right from the beginning i put out a weekly podcast i put out a fortnightly podcast so given that that is the case what's going in this week and then there's one last thought I want to leave you with, which is on imposter syndrome, because I, I, th- I think it relates to what we're talking about here. We can tell ourselves, I'm not the type of person who has a podcast that is successful. I'm not the type of person who has a, a chart topping podcast who gets 20,000 downloads. I'm just not that. I'm just not that person. Not about whether you want it. It's more just, I can't have that because I'm just not the person who gets that. And that's true. You're not. But why is that? And this is this conversation that um, talked about ear, brain, heart, that is going to be in episode 13, which is in a couple of weeks' time. It's so obvious. But when I was told this, it kind of blew the back of my head off a little bit. It's like, well, no, you're not. Until you start working towards it. Until you do it. You can't be the type of person who gets to give a TEDx talk until or unless you've done some work towards it. If that's the sort of presupposition under which you're working, you're not going to succeed or you're less likely to succeed. You might succeed by by dint of luck or just sheer bloody mindedness. But if you tell yourself, I'm not the type of person who gets this thing. Yeah, you're not because you have to actually get up every day and do the work that is involved in getting to that point. So if I look at uh, TEDx as an example, like that might be as simple as spending 20 minutes every week writing and refining a really good talk and just doing that for just 20 minutes a week until it's really good. But if you go with the idea of, I'm not the sort of person who's a TEDx, who gets to do TEDx talks. No, you're not. And you won't be until you do it. (laughs) You won't be until you do a TEDx talk. Then you'll be the type of person who gives a TEDx talk. But you only get there by actually doing the work to get there. And the only thing that's stopping you from doing the work 
is that limiting belief. I'm not saying it's the only thing, again, like that danger of if you want it hard enough, right? I'm not saying that, but I am saying that if you don't get up and do, you know, 20 minutes of work to hone your talk so that you can get on a on, on, stand on that tiny red dot, if you don't do that, then yeah, you're, you're probably not going to be a TEDx speaker. So do check out episode 13 of Ear, Brain, Heart uh, when it comes out. If you want to subscribe to it now, follow the show, earbrainheart.com. Look out for episode 13 with Robbie Swale. Now, if there's anything here that you want to have a chat about, you know how to get in touch with me. My email address is mark at origin.fm. Always happy to have a chat about this. Until next time, until we speak again, take very good care of yourself and your podcast, and you'll find more episodes and notes and lots of other things over at podcastownersmanual.com. See you next week, because this is a weekly podcast.